Hey there, welcome to Bold Is, where we have made it our goal to help you learn the Bible verse by verse. Today, we're going to continue our study of Mark chapter 10. If you're new to our podcast, we're glad you're here. And just so you know, I will be reading from the English Standard Version, also commonly referred to as the ESV today. If you are interested in following along, this is the version to grab a hold of. Let's get started. You are listening to Bold Is, a ministry podcast training women how to handle the Word of God. Buckle up, sis. It's about to get real. Here's your host, Megan Rawlings. This is Mark chapter 10. And he left there and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan, and crowds gathered to him again and again. As was his custom, he taught them. And Pharisees came up, and in order to test him, asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her away. And Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Verse 10. And in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Marriage and divorce were in Jesus' day, as they are in ours, matters of great interest and controversy. In ancient Judaism, marriage was not regarded as a union of equals for the mutual benefit of both husband and wife, but rather as an institution whose chief purpose was the establishment and continuance of the family and whose chief enemy was childlessness. Mark's placement of Jesus' teaching on marriage at the beginning of this section signals the importance of the marital union in the kingdom of God. In Judaism, the foremost responsibility of an observant Jewish male was knowledge and mastery of the Torah under which he was expected to order the necessities of life, among them marriage. Jesus, however, teaches that marriage is not a male-dominated institution, but a new creation of God, to which both husband and wife are equally responsible to practice discipleship in lifelong obedience. The final phrase was the crux of the controversy over divorce in Jesus' day, as is reflected in a celebrated passage in the Mishnah, The school of Shammai say, A man may not divorce his wife unless he has found unchastity in her, for it is written, Because he hath found in her indecency in anything. And the school of Hillel say, I'm sorry if I'm butchering those, He may divorce her, even if she spoiled a dish for him, for it is written, Because he hath found in her indecency in anything. Arakiba says, If he found another fair, then she, for it is written, And it shall be if she find no favor in his eyes. As this passage indicates, Jews and Jewish laws were agreed that were in agreement that divorce was permissible. The more conservative school of Shammai argued that the sole ground was indecency, that is, adultery, whereas the liberal school of Hillel argued that divorce could be granted for any matter, um, for any and every reason. And you find that in Matthew 19.3. That is, for many causes beyond adultery. Not even among the Essenes of Qumran, the most conservative faction of Judaism in Jesus' day, was divorce expressly forbidden. 
So the Jewish teachers were asking which side of the fence Jesus stood on, but not just to get his opinion, but because they were in the territory of Herod Anipus, who had beheaded John the Baptist for questioning Herod's marriage to Herodias. If you remember us talking about that a couple weeks ago. So they're attempting to get Jesus in trouble with the ruler. 